In these chapters, Rabbi Shneur Zalman's really exploring the idea of creation through the analogy of speech. We've been speaking a lot about speech, sorry for the pun. And at the end of chapter 21, which still leads into chapter 22, we're not finishing the idea, we're talking about how Hashem, in order to create the world, has to... On the one hand, it's he's sharing himself and nothing's outside of himself. On the other hand, he has to go through what's called simtsum, which is an idea that we'll explore extensively throughout Tanya, the idea of contracting himself, holding himself back, not shining all his light, not pouring the whole ocean into a cup because it doesn't work. A cup can only contain the amount of ounces that it can. So all the contractions can constitute a veiling of Hashem's light. That is, they, ve- they veil and conceal the essential aspects of the light and life force that are coming from Hashem's word. Why? Because if it shines in full steam, it will burn everything up, so therefore it has to be contracted so that we, the people who live in this physical world, can exist. And therefore, because it is so obscured, the light and life force of Hashem's words, of words that is in this world appears as if it's something separate from God. This world literally looks independent to God. The proof is how many people don't believe in God. Why? Because they don't see Him. They would only believe in Him, or rather know He exists, if they see Him. So in other words, Hashem contracts Himself so much that He creates the illusion that He doesn't exist. Or at least he does exist, but that the world is separate of him. He created it, but then kind of moved on. But the truth is that from Hashem's perspective, there is no contraction. The contraction is only in our perception. But from his perspective, it's all light. Every part of life is light. Every area of his life, of our lives, is light. Like it says, even darkness does not obscure anything from you, Hashem. Meaning that even Simpson, which is the veil of concealment, which has caused darkness, is not concealing for Hashem himself. He doesn't get affected by it. It's only for us. Because the veils and Simpson are not things distinct from him. There's nothing outside of God. So they're all part of him. He gives an example like a turtle or a snail whose shell is part of their body. So too, the very shell on Hashem's light, is also part of godliness. That's why it's written the words Hashem Hu Elohim. yud Hey vav Hey, which is Hashem's name, yud Kei vav Kei, and Elohim, which is another one of Hashem's name. And as we're going to explore this extensively, the first, the four-letter word of Hashem, starting with a Yud, shows on revelation. Elohim refers to concealment. And yet, Hashem, Hu Elohim, they're both the same thing. We actually scream this out seven times at the end of Yom Kippur by, by Ne'ilah. Adoshem Hu Elohim. And what we're saying from a Kabbalistic perspective is that the God of revelation and the God of concealment is the same God. It's all the same thing. Because in, front, in his perspective, there's nothing blocking him. And what we're declaring is not so much for him. He knows that. 
what we're declaring is for ourselves, that when we feel concealment, when we feel an Elohim energy, when we feel that the world is independent of God, we remember Hashem Hu Elohim, that nature is also godliness, as much as super, as, you know, miraculous, that rational and super rational, that dark and light, that everything is God.